Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I got a headline for you just to start things off. FBI agent has now come forward saying that the Biden transition team, that's the team that's after you win a presidential election to help you transition into the White House, into all the areas of government. The FBI agent says not only did the Biden transition team, but the Secret Service also were tipped off of a 2020 plan to interview Hunter Biden. James Comer says this reveals the DOJ misconduct in the Biden criminal investigation under the U.S. Attorney Special Prosecutor David Weiss. An FBI supervisory special agent has now come forward telling congressional investigators that the Biden transition team and the Secret Service headquarters were straight up tipped off in December of 2020 about a planned interview of Hunter Biden a tip-off that resulted in the interview of then-President-elect Biden's son not taking place at all, even while he was labeled the target of the year-long federal investigation. So if you're the target of a federal investigation, then obviously interviewing you would be important. That would make a lot of sense to interview you. The agent who is now turned into a whistleblower who basically has just had enough worked for the FBI for more than 20 years and retired from the bureau last year. He participated in a transcribed interview under oath behind closed doors with the House with the House Oversight Committee. We also have been told that Fox News has exclusively obtained the transcript of that FBI supervisory special agent's interview which took place in mid-July. His testimony came amid whistleblower allegations that prosecutorial decisions made throughout the Hunter Biden investigation that were led by the U.S. Attorney David Weiss were influenced straight up by politics. Now remember, David Weiss is the same guy who gave Hunter Biden the sweetheart deal. David Weiss is the same guy who purposefully let the statute of limitations run out in the most egregious crimes against Hunter Biden. He's now the guy that's supposed to be, quote, investigating Hunter Biden 
as a special prosecutor who also said he didn't need that status to do his job. The IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley also testified, this is separate from this new FBI agent, okay, testified that the Biden transition team and the Secret Service were tipped off about the planned interview of Hunter Biden. Now this FBI agent, separate from Shapley, is corroborating Shapley's testimony under oath to Congress as well. The Attorney General Merrick Garland last week sought to clear the cloud of alleged politicization from the investigation into the president's son, who pleaded not guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges, that sweetheart deal, and a felony gun charge and also was going to get immunity for life after an orchestrated plea deal with the Justice Department fell apart in federal court on grounds of unconstitutionality, saying you can't give someone blanket immunity from everything in this plea deal. That's what the judge said. So Garland on Friday then said, all right, well, the guy who created the plea deal, the guy who gave him the sweetheart deal, the guy, David Weiss, who let the statute of limitations run out by slow playing the investigation, protecting the Biden crime family, I'll now make him special counsel in the investigation to Hunter Biden and any other matters that arise or may arise from this probe into the Biden crime family. We already know this is rigged. Now, the appointment has left many constitutional conservatives and lawyers angry, criticizing Garland and outraged at the idea of how the same prosecutor who's been leading the investigation for more than four years and accused of allowing politics to influence his decisions could now lead the probe with a newfound perception of independence from the Biden Justice Department when he's working for the Biden Justice Department. Now, let's go back to what the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer said, quote, tipping off the Biden transition team and not being able to interview Hunter Biden as planned are just a couple of examples that reveal the Justice Department's misconduct in the Biden criminal investigation that occurred under U.S. Attorney David Weiss's watch. The Oversight Committee has no confidence in U.S. Attorney Weiss as a special counsel. Given his inability to prevent the Biden transition team from being contacted and federal agents were not permitted to interview Hunter Biden as planned when he was the target of the probe under the Weiss led investigation, investigators were prevented from taking steps that could have led to Joe Biden. The statute of limitations was allowed to run with respect to certain felonies, the most egregious. And the U.S. Attorney's Office sought to give Hunter Biden an unprecedented sweetheart plea deal that David Weiss wrote. Look, you did the tough thing during COVID. You paid your people and pulled your business through the pandemic. And now doing the tough thing could qualify you for a $26,000 per employee at covidtaxrelief.org. Government funds are available to reward companies with two or more employees who stayed open during covid This is not a loan, and you don't have to pay it back. Look, this program is complicated, but nobody knows more about it than the CPAs and tax experts and consumer tax advocates. The best part is you pay nothing up front. They do all the work, and then they share a percentage of cash that you get. Businesses of all types, including nonprofits and churches, can qualify, including those who took PPP loans, even if you had increases in sales. You did the tough thing for your employees during COVID. Let covidtaxrelief.org help get you up to $26,000 per employee. 
Visit covidtaxrelief.org. That's covidtaxrelief.org. covidtaxrelief.org. Now, the FBI supervisory special agent's testimony also highlighted some of the decisions made throughout this probe, including steps to interview Hunter Biden. He was the target of the investigation and how they differed from any other investigation the agent had been involved in for more than 20 years serving in the FBI. In other words, he's saying in this interview, this was unprecedented. According to the transcript, the FBI agent testified that years into the investigation, which began in November of 2018, it was time to interview Hunter Biden. The initial plan, he said, under under oath, was to make approaches of multiple witnesses to include subject Hunter Biden on December the 8th, 2020, weeks after the presidential election. The initial plan was to have the local field office of the Secret Service be notified the morning of to diminish opportunities for anybody else to be notified. I was working with my management on that, as well as headquarters, our FBI headquarters, the agent continued. The night before, on December the 7th, 2020, the agent said he was informed that FBI headquarters had contacted Secret Service headquarters and had made a notification at that time or somewhere around that time on the evening of the 7th. The agent said the notification was of investigators' intent that we sought to interview Hunter Biden. The agent said he believes the Biden transition team was then directly notified of the intent to interview Hunter Biden as well. And he said he was upset when he learned of that communication. In other words, it should have never happened. Quote, I felt it was people that did not need to know about our intent, referring to trying to interview Hunter Biden. I believe that the Secret Service had to be notified for our safety for lack of confusion or for de-confliction which we would do in so many other cases. But I didn't understand why the initial notification. The agent explained that by transition team, quote unquote, he was referring to when one party or, you know, president-elect, you know, is in the president-elect's phase, their team of advisors or appointees or whomever are considered the transition team. How big and robust is that? I don't know. I don't have any individual or name or roles, he said, referring to who he thought was notified. The next day, the morning of the proposed interview with Hunter Biden, the agent testified that he was notified by the assistant special agent in charge that, quote, we would not even be allowed to approach the house where Hunter Biden was staying. That the plan, as told to us, was, that my information would be given to the Secret Service, to whom I don't know exactly, and you know my name, my contact, you know my cell phone, for example, with the notification that we would like to talk to Hunter Biden and that I was not to go near the house and to stand by. Now, this is the second person that has now said this, right? They go to there, they're told stand down, they're told to wait. Uh, No one else gets to do that in America. When the FBI is coming to interview you, you don't get to tell them to wait and not approach your house. You don't get to tell the FBI when they're coming to talk to you to not approach me. That doesn't happen. Anywhere in this country, unless I guess you're the corrupt Biden crime family. Majority counsel asked him if 
in his two decades of working at the FBI had he ever been told to wait outside of a target, because remember, Hunter Biden was the target of the investigation at that point, to wait outside of a target's home until they contacted you, meaning the target contacts you, the FBI, while you're twiddling your thumbs in your car down the street. Quote, not that I recall, the agent said. I mean, he said there has been times where we waited for maybe something else operationally to happen. But no, not from the point of view of the target, the subject of the investigation. The agent said he and his assistant weren't allowed to go to the house and had to wait a block or two away. We waited a period of time, you know, I will add. It was frustrating. And I know, I, and I know supervisor number two was very frustrated And I understood that frustration, he said, adding that they did have another interview to conduct after a certain period of time. And I don't exactly recall how long we transitioned to make an attempt to interview another or a witness as part of the investigation, he said. When asked if he was ever able to interview Hunter Biden, the agent said, I was not. No. Now, during the interview. Minority counsel questioned the agent on whether he believed the change of plans with regard to the December the 8th, 2020 interview was driven by political considerations. Remember, Joe Biden's not the president yet. He's not sworn until January the 20th. This is December the 8th of 2020, right after the November election. Quote, I couldn't answer that, the agent said. I don't know why the change or why we were instructed of the changes. When asked... If that was ever his view, the agent said that he understood the reason why potentially why Secret Service headquarters was notified because FBI headquarters, you know, has a relationship with Secret Service headquarters. So I could understand that, you know, so to foster an ongoing good working relationship that one was not blindsided by the other. He says, as far as the other, I don't know, the agent said, referring to the Biden transition team. I don't know why that would have happened, referring to them getting a heads up. When pressed again on whether he had any knowledge that it happened for political reason, the agent testified, I don't, do not have any knowledge of that. The agent was asked if he has ever known U.S. Attorney David Weiss to make prosecutorial decisions based on political influence. No, the agent said. He did testify, however, that he disagreed with investigative steps in the probe, specifically related to the interview of Hunter Biden. He told investigators the decision was made and, quote, I moved on because that's what you do. Meanwhile, James Comer, who is, again, the House Oversight Judiciary and Ways and Means Committees, he said, will, quote, continue our investigation into the Justice Department's two-tiered system of justice and hold bad actors accountable. So you have an FBI agent says, hey, I went to do my job that day. I wasn't allowed to do my job. I, I, I witnessed something that in my 20 years, two decades of service under Republicans and Democrats alike was never, this never happened. Right? We never witnessed this happen. We never saw this happen. We, we had no clue that this, I mean, that this is something that has never happened before. This was unprecedented, right? Unprecedented. We never witnessed this. We never saw this. This was something that was shocking. It was, quote, unprecedented. And yet here we are. You have a president of the United States of America who isn't even the president yet that's already changing and stopping interviews of his son. We know the lies. 
I never talked about business with my son. We know that that is a lie. We know that it happened. We know that he said he never met with any of his son's business partners. That's a lie. We know that that actually happened. The list of things that have happened here is long. It is an incredibly long list. An unbelievably long list of things that went wrong here. Of things that happened that should have never happened. Of things that that, that career... I mean, 20-year FBI agent, that's a really long time to say this is the only time that's ever happened, and you're now taking orders from the subject of your investigation, right? You're, you're in, you're, you're, you are the subject, okay, the subject of the investigation, and then you get to tell the FBI to sit down the street, twiddle their thumbs, and you never call the phone number? Can you imagine the power that you must feel if you're the Biden crime family? You can take bribes from all over the world and then you can instruct the FBI because you just won the White House even before you've been sworn in to sit down the street and pound sand. Sit in a car like a two, two idiots waiting to interview someone that's never going to call you to the point where finally they just drive off and have to move on with their lives. It must be really good to be the Biden crime family knowing now what we know and knowing now what happened. You know, you look at A.G. Garland when he spoke at that press conference about having a special prosecutor. He didn't assign a special prosecutor. He assigned the agent that protected the Bidens the first time. They gave him a sweetheart deal to fake investigate them a second time after he already protected them the first time. And yet they're sitting there and the media's like, oh, this is a big deal. No, it's not. The only big deal, the only big part of this, the fact that we're never going to get the Bidens, the truth out of them because they're covering it up. And now they have the guy who was helping them cover it up, officially investigate them and the cover up. This is the Attorney General Merrick Garland. Special counsel, consistent with the Department of Justice regulations governing such matters. In keeping with those regulations, I have today notified the designated members of each House of Congress of the appointment. In February 2018, after being nominated by the former president and confirmed by the Senate, Mr. Weiss was sworn in as the United States Attorney for the District of Delaware. Mr. Weiss had been a career prosecutor, having served previously in the office for more than a decade. Beginning in 2019, Mr. Weiss, in his capacity as U.S. Attorney and along with federal law enforcement partners, began investigating allegations of certain criminal conduct by, among others, Robert Hunter Biden. That investigation has been recently referenced in federal criminal proceedings in the District of Delaware, and as noted in those proceedings and other public statements by Mr. Weiss's office, that investigation remains ongoing. In February 2021, U.S. Attorney Weiss was asked to remain as U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware and, in that capacity, to continue to lead the investigation. As I said before, Mr. Weiss would be permitted to continue his investigation, take any investigative steps he wanted, and make the decision whether to prosecute in any district. Mr. Weiss has told Congress that he has been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including the responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges and for making decisions necessary to preserve the integrity of any prosecution consistent with federal law, the principles of federal prosecution, and departmental policies. In a July 2023 letter to Congress, Mr. Weiss said that he had not to that point 
requested special counsel designation. On Tuesday of this week, Mr. Weiss advised me that in his judgment, his investigation had reached a stage at which he could, should continue his work as a special counsel, and he asked to be so appointed. I, I, I mean, this is the biggest crock of you-know-what I've ever seen. And yet they stand up there with the DOJ behind them on that podium, and they sell you this, this bill of goods, and it's, it is disgusting to see the abuse of power. And what does the media do? They report it like it's real news. They don't ask questions. They report it like it's real news. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Every day, there are two different economies that are growing bigger and bigger. One of them is powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product that we're consuming. Well, big mobile companies are no different. For years, they've been dumping millions and millions into leftist causes, including Planned Parenthood. And you had to have a cell phone, and that's the reason why you paid that bill, because you didn't have an alternative. Well, guess what? Now there's an alternative, Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they use your money to fight back. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. Now, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you are sending a loud message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team as well, so they make switching easy. You get to keep your phone. Keep your phone number two. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code FERGUSON. Ask about their coverage guarantees while you're there. Get the same dependable service that you want and take a stand for the values that you demand. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 878-PATRIOT. It's not just the story that I just mentioned to you that bothers me. There's also another side of making David Weiss a special counsel. There was an article that was put up, and it's an interesting one, written by Andrew McCarthy. It says, special counsel David Weiss 
makes the $5 million Biden-China scheme disappear. Weiss has known about this evidence for years, but he never filed charges because he would have preserved the case. Remember, Hunter Biden's extraordinary WhatsApp message to his Chinese business associate, Henry Zhao, the message we just learned about in June because Gary Shapley, an IRS whistleblower agent, shined a light on it by becoming a whistleblower. The message that spun up Congress and much of the public and even stirred the press out of its slumber for a moment or two because it undeniably implicated President Joe Biden. Well, guess whom the message failed to stir? That would be none other than the newly amended special counsel, David Weiss, the prosecutor, and I would refer to him as a fake prosecutor, who has supposedly been investigating Hunter Biden and thus the Biden family influence peddling business. The main source of income for the president's son since 2018. Weiss, of course, is the Delaware U.S. attorney. Biden Attorney General Merrick Garland never tires of pointing out that he's a Trump appointee. But to be clear, Weiss was confirmed and appointed in Democrat-dominated Delaware only because of strong support by the state's two Democratic senators. Both of them top Biden allies, Chris Coons, a hardcore liberal, and Tom Carper, a hardcore liberal from Delaware. Initially, Weiss used the pendency of the 2020 election as an excuse to take no meaningful action on the investigation. Once Joe Biden won the presidency and installed Weiss's boss, Garland, at the Justice Department helm, Weiss, well, he dutifully buried the Biden investigation by not seeking an indictment from the grand jury. As every prosecutor knows, the statutory time limit for Filing criminal charges, known as the statute of limitations, runs out if charges are not formally filed. If a prosecutor drags his feet for years, crimes that have not been charged become time barred, i.e. no longer prosecute, you're no longer able to prosecute them. So let's review that WhatsApp message. Remember what Hunter Biden said five times. He invoked his father saying, I'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman. Now, he's talking to Chinese Communist Party officials in China. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, that's his dad, and every person he knows, and my ability to forever hold a grudge, that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here for the call with my father. Hunter Biden's threatening message involved his business partners at CEFE, the now defunct conglomerate the Biden family confidant James Gillard described under oath as the capital arm of One Belt, One Road. The One Belt, One Road is the initiative by which the monstrous Chinese communist regime, also known as the Biden's business partners, spread its um, tentacles around the world. CEFE was also an essentially a Chinese government intelligence operation, we've learned, that clearly targeted Joe Biden to compromise him and paid millions of dollars to the Biden family for an association with him, using Hunter as their entree. Let's review the cast of characters, the author says, with whom Hunter, in harmony with his dad, was playing hardball in that WhatsApp message. Henry Zhao was the Chinese Communist Party-connected general secretary of China's Harvest Fund, which was part which he was part owner with Hunter Biden and others. 
The BOA harvests RST partners. Hunter appears to have transferred, by the way, his valuable 10% stake in that venture to Kevin Morris, the Hollywood lawyer who paid Hunter millions in del- his millions in delinquent taxes. That's a fact. The Zhang Hunter mentioned appeared to be CEFE executive director, also a Chinese Communist Party heavyweight who, as Jerry Delvaney reported in the Washington Examiner, accompanied the regime's President Xi to a 2017 meeting with Vladimir Putin in Moscow as China sought a stake in Russia's state-owned energy giant Rosneft. The chairman appears to refer to Yi, the CEFE chairman, and former President Xi protege, who, as the New York Post, Miranda Devine reports, began the business relationship with Hunter in 2015, while his father was the current vice president. That's the same Yi, under Xi, the communist president of China, gifted, quote-unquote, Hunter a 3.16-carat diamond worth 80000 to seal the deal. Xi's regime then disappeared. Him in China in 2018, shortly after it was revealed in the trial of another CEFE executive, Patrick Ho, that U.S. counterintelligence agencies have been conducting surveillance on CEFE, CEFC players. Hunter has a law degree, but is not a criminal defense specialist, yet he was paid a million dollars to represent Patrick Ho, whom he described as a, the effing spy chief of China, at least until Ho got indicted for foreign corruption, and then, then, well, he got an actual defense lawyer. There's been a lot of speculation about whether Joe Biden really was sitting with Hunter Biden when that WhatsApp message was sent. Well, the president, of course, denied it, just as he has incredibly denied all connection to the family business, even though access to Joe Biden literally was the business. We know that there's photographs on that laptop of Hunter Biden's that confirm that Hunter and his father were at home on the day the messages were sent. Now, we don't know, as he was in his father's home, whether Joe was physically there or not beside him. The ability to invoke the name of the guy with the power, and assuming that he thought the phone was going to ring, there's a pretty good chance he wasn't bluffing. Joe often met and otherwise communicated with Hunter's partners. We know that. That's what made the business so profitable. We know that more than 20 times he was put on speakerphone just in front of one associate to seal deals. But let's cut to the common sense chase, the author writes. Read the WhatsApp message. Think about the shark tank the now president's slacker son was swimming in and ask yourself, quote, if Hunter would dare to threaten G and that gang unless both he and they both knew the main Biden was involved. Hunter elaborated in that message is out. Please have the director call me, not James or Tony or Jim. Have him call me tonight. Investigators, we also know we now believe Hunter was instructing Zhao, given the urgency of the matter, the CEFE director, Zhang, was to call Hunter himself while he was sitting there with Joe. He was not to call one of Hunter's business partner buffers, James Galar, who handled a number of foreign payments for the Bidens, or Tony Bobolinsky, the investor recruited by Galar to build a business structure for the Biden CEFC project and who recalls having two face-to-face meetings with Joe Biden about CEFC. And Jim Bolger, you remember the name Bolger? Yeah, the Bolger family, a Boston Democratic Party powerhouse. Also, 
the Bolger family, Whitey Bolger, one of the biggest mob bosses in American history. There's a movie about him. We also know that they were involved with the Thornton Group, another partner in a lucrative investment fund that Hunter had established with the Chinese regime after flying to Beijing. This has been confirmed on Air Force Two with the then vice president. Hunter, Hunter further admonished out. All too often, people mistake kindness for weakness. And all too often, I am standing over top of them saying, I warned you. From this moment until whenever he reaches me, it is 9.45 a.m. here, and I assume 9.45 p.m. there, so his night is running out. Zhao responded, telling Hunter he would call him on WhatsApp. Hunter replied, okay, my friend, I'm sitting here waiting for my call with my father. I sure hope whoever, I, I sure hope whatever it is you are doing is very, very, very important. Zhao got back to Hunter, reporting that Zhang had not answered Zhao's call. But he got the message you just mentioned. Boy, did he ever. The next day, Hunter got in touch with Kevin Dong, whom he has described as a CEFC partner in the United States as an emissary of the Chairman Yi. Three days later, an LLC known as Hudson West began establishing checking accounts. As further detailed in analysis of bank records in a report compiled three years ago by Senator Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson. Hudson West was controlled by Hunter Biden through his Washington law firm. The following day, CEFC, Infrastructure Investment, a U.S.-based subsidiary that listed Dong as its director, sent Hunter Biden's firm a payment of $100,000. That, by the way, was just an appetizer. Four days later, the same CEFC Infrastructure Investment LLC then wired $5 million to Hudson West. Over the next seven weeks, almost all of the $5 million, $4.79 million, was gradually transferred from Hudson West to Hunter's, oh, his, Hunter's other firm. In a remarkable series of events, amazing text messages demanding payment sent via end-to-end encryption service to ensure it would not be ever seen by anyone else. You had $5 million in money transfers which just happened to confirm the Biden's pattern that the House Oversight Committee uncovered and a web of business entities to obscure where the money is coming from or where it's going with big transfers that were then being popped as suspicious activity reports by the bank. So, no wonder U.S. Attorney David Weiss' office refused to allow agents to subpoena location data to determine where participants in the relevant messages were when they were communicating. We could have figured out if Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were sitting right next to each other. But guess what? They were not allowed to do that job. And now you know why David Weiss has got this new job. And now you know why David Weiss is continuing to protect the Biden crime family. He's also having to protect himself now for his corruption in protecting that family. I know a lot of what I just gave you is incredibly in-depth, and that's why you listen to this show. I hope you understand it. We're going to keep exposing it and keep explaining it to you. Make sure when we do this, if you can help us by hitting that follow button if you're listening on Apple. If you're listening on another platform, hit that subscribe or auto-download button so you don't miss an episode. Please share these episodes on social media. Uh, and write us a five-star review so we can reach new listeners. Thank you, as always, for listening. I'll see you back here tomorrow morning.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.